If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Welcome to a brand new week. This is Chris Gillibo, your host of Cytosol School. Every week we begin with an episode called Classroom where from January through December, we're looking topically uh, at the entire lifespan, the growth process of starting a side hustle from ideas to action, ideas to income, we could say. Now, in recent classroom episodes, uh, we have looked at different side hustle ideas, where they come from, categories of different ideas, how to decide between competing ideas, and so on. We looked at the three elements of every compelling offer. Those elements would be a promise, a pitch, and a price. And we examine the difference between what people say they want and what they really want. Really critical to understand that. Uh, last week, we went back to nuts and bolts and asking, what is your basic product or service, your minimum viable product? The only time I ever use startup language. Um, what is the simplest way we can get your product to market? Okay. Now, this week, I'd like to look at a question I hear over and over uh, in different ways. Uh, no doubt some of this year's callers for our Q&A episodes uh, will ask and probably have asked in different ways. So we'll consider those questions situationally as they arise, and I'll try to offer some general advice here. What are we talking about? We're talking about finding the time to work on your hustle. Where does the time go? It's a common concern of busy side hustlers. How can you find the time you need to make short-term changes that will benefit you for years to come? Because ultimately, that's why you're doing this project. That's why you are starting your side hustle. I mean, people have different reasons and such, but I think ultimately it comes down to that question of making a short-term change for a long-term benefit. So a couple of stories here to frame the discussion. I'll give you some really practical tips. I think I've got seven tips for you, actually. Um, but two stories to frame the discussion. Uh, number one, Jake Posco, the guitar teacher from Side Hustle, the book Side Hustle, From Idea to Income in 27 Days, told this story in the book, um, which I think he was also on the podcast, but this goes back, you know, hundreds and hundreds of episodes. So this guy is a guitar teacher who did that part-time and was trying to make real money with it. Now, most guitar teachers do not make real money because there are so many of them. And in the book, I told the whole story of how he found a way to kind of maximize value and keep raising his prices, reach a different market, et cetera, uh, to where I think he was earning $75 an hour uh, when we last left off. So that's great. A whole story about that in the book. But the side note, the side lesson I took from him was um, that he started this whole project while he was working a full-time job, a different full-time job with a nine-month-old at home. And it wasn't just like, you know, he was out there working and his wife or his partner was at home caring for the kid. You know, his wife also worked and went to school full time. So this was a very, very busy household. And something he said to me, I've thought about since then, he said, you know, there's no perfect time to start. Like there is no perfect time to start your business or your side hustle. Um, and people are always waiting for the perfect opportunity. But ultimately, you know, if you believe in something, if you want to make something happen, you just need to start. So because he made those short-term sacrifices, uh, didn't get a lot of sleep for a while, he was able to achieve a much better long-term result for himself and his family. That's story number one. 
The second story or the second analogy essentially is uh, my own experience uh, many years ago uh, when I was uh, working as a full-time volunteer uh, on a hospital ship that was docked in West Africa. And I was there for about four years. And I did that, as I said, as a volunteer. And I ran a little business at night, which you know most people didn't know about. I kind of had two lives there for a while. I, I wrote about that in, in one of my books as well. But I had very, very limited time to work on the business. And often I was exhausted by the end of the day and would probably only have, you know, 20 to 40 minutes maximum that I could really spend. And I learned through that process um, a lot about myself. Um, but one of the most important things uh, was learning that managing your energy is as important as managing your time. There's actually a wonderful book about this called The Power of Full Engagement. Uh, but just basically the, the notion of understanding that uh, it's not just time that's limited, it's your energy that's limited as well. And so understanding that and learning how to identify in advance what I was going to work on, which is part of what I'm going to talk to you about in just a moment with some practical tips, uh, really, really helped me a lot in terms of finding limited time in a busy day. So I'm going to give you seven things that will help you find the time slash energy to make progress on a goal that's important to you. Now, by the way, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life because you have your own priorities. There's stuff that you like to do that I probably don't want to do and vice versa. So I'm not going to tell you to never do anything fun. I'm not going to tell you to never watch TV. Um, I'm not going to tell you also to, to sleep less. You know, even though Jake Posco had to not sleep for a while, I'm not going to say that the answer is, you know, hey, stop sleeping, you know, one hour less a night, because I already know that a lot of our community, a lot of our listeners and just people in general these days are already sleep deprived. So you, you got to work with what you have. You can't just take away um, that precious resource. Okay, so seven tips coming up along with your assignment for the week. Uh, first, I want to take a quick break. Thank our sponsor for making this series completely free to you. And I'll be right back with those tips and that assignment. All right, seven things you can do to help you find the time and energy to make progress. We're going to go really quickly here because... Well, because your time is valuable, right? You don't have a lot of it. Number one, make a to stop doing list. All right, stop doing things that waste time and you don't enjoy. Make this to stop doing list. It is the opposite of a to do list. It's all the things that you're currently doing that you might not need to do, or you might not need to do now, or that are draining your time and energy, uh, taking the life away from you. And if you say, well, I can't stop doing all that right now. Well, what can you stop? There has to be something that you can stop doing that will free up time. Number two, know what you're going to do before you sit down to work. This is a big one of mine. Uh, this will help you avoid getting sucked in and going away later asking yourself, hey, what did I actually do during that time? I do this every single day, uh, wherever I am in the world, even when I'm traveling. It, in fact, it helps me when I'm traveling to keep a routine. If I've got a little work session, you know, before I actually start on anything, like I will just, you know, pen and paper and right next to my laptop, I will like, here's what I'm going to do during this time. All right, so know what you're going to do before you sit down to work. Number three, here's another list for you. Maintain a this matters list. All right, so it's a list of things that matter, a list of things that will help you in your business specifically, help you generate new business, new sales, new revenue income, or otherwise make a measurable difference in this project. What will help you get closer to launch? What's holding you back and how can you fix it? All of those things go on the list of this matters, the this matters list, and that's your focus essentially. So that leads us to number four, work on that list every day, even if only briefly. If all you've got is 20 minutes, you know, work on that list, do something from that list before you do your emails, social media, or any administrative tasks. 
Number five, outsource, delegate, or otherwise disappear one task every week. So at least once a week, whether it's from your to stop doing list or even something on your this matters list that someone else could help you with, um, what can you outsource or delegate? Or I like that word disappear because sometimes we find that some of the stuff that we're doing, we don't actually need to do. It's not that we need to find another solution for it. We just need to stop. So that kind of connects to the first one, your to stop doing list. But I'm always asking myself, like, does this need to happen? Do I need to go on this call? Do I need to be at this meeting? Um, this administrative task that I've been doing over and over, does it actually need to happen? Could somebody else do it? Or, you know, would the world end if it just didn't get done? And if the answer is no, then maybe I don't need to do it. Number six, make small sacrifices without canceling everything you enjoy. So as I said, you know, if you like to watch TV, if you've got a favorite show, I'm not going to tell you not to watch your favorite show. But if you find yourself watching three hours of favorite shows every single evening, then you might need to pull back, you know, make a small sacrifice, keep your favorite show or your favorite two shows, but maybe not your favorite 17 shows. So just ask yourself, where can I make a small sacrifice? Because again, I'm trying to do something that is going to benefit me in the long term. It's going to make my life better. It's going to, to allow me to do more things that I enjoy, perhaps new things, perhaps challenging things, or maybe it is just like, I really like this one thing, but I'm going to put it on pause for a while again, so I can build something for my future. Now that was number six. Here's the last one, number seven, and we could do a whole episode about this, but I'm just going to give it to you straight here. Number seven, maintain boundaries with your friends and family. I mean that sometimes your friends and family can be supportive of your goals and sometimes they're not. And sometimes you may need to say, you know what, I, I need some time uh, to work on this. And sometimes you may be able to ask them for support. Um, maybe the support is just to leave you alone. Maybe there is something else they can do to help in a practical way. But again, you know, without turning your back on, on your friends and family, without missing, you know, every soccer game or, you know, whatever the, the analogy is, you might have to do something to carve out some time and focus for yourself and this project. Because again, I know I keep saying this, but it's what everything is framed around. The short-term sacrifice is going to help you in the long-term. The short-term sacrifice is going to help you be a better friend, family member, partner, parent, whatever it is. And maybe explaining that to your friends and family will help. Uh, maybe it won't, but either way, you need to somehow carve out this space so you can do what's important to you. All right, making time for what matters, finding the time, energy to make progress. Your assignment for the week is, well, I mean, you could do all seven of those things, but let's just keep it simple. Make two lists. Your two lists I've already told you about. Number one is your to stop doing list, your list of things that you want to stop doing. Try to put at least three to five things on that list. I know that you can't have everything on it, but you know, there's probably something you can stop doing. And then number two, your this matters list. Like here's my list of things based on what we just talked about last week, your minimum viable product. What do I really need to do to start this business, grow this business, launch it, create my next product or service, whatever it is. So at the end of the week, I want you to have two lists, your to stop doing list and your this really matters list. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it to be a good use of your time and energy. And I will leave you now with the rest of your time today for yourself. You can read notes for this and every classroom episode this year at sidehustleschool.com slash classroom. My name is Chris Gillipo. The program is Side Hustle School. From the Onward Project.